Hola, bonjour and konnichiwa to you one and all. Welcome to episode three of Chats from My Utility Room, even though today I'm not in my utility room. I'm sitting in my car because we're still on feckin' lockdown. Can't go anywhere. And the highlight of my week is getting out through the shopping. So I'm heading up to Super Value there now. Um, obviously, I'm parked now at the moment. Jesus Christ, I'd never fuck. Oh, Jesus, I'd never podcast and drive. Would you go away out that? So I live near enough to a beach, right? So there's like guards all over the place down by me. Like I'm still in work, unfortunately, right? Well, fortunately and unfortunately, fortunately, because, you know, when you're in work, you're seeing different people, takes your mind off the whole coronavirus thing. But unfortunately, then, like, because, you know, you're afraid you're leaving in case someone fucking sneezes on you or coughs on you or anything like that. Like, I mean, lads, I've lost count now of how many people I've had to put in a fucking headlock. Do you know what I mean? No, I haven't. I'd never resort out to physical assault, like, but I, Jesus, I can give a good dirty look. So I'd wither you with a dirty look if you sneeze in my direction. But, um, yeah, so I've been stopped. Every day coming home from work and the guards are there and they're like, what's the purpose of your journey? Like if I go for a walk, you know, you can go within two kilometres of your house. Like if I fart 1.9 kilometres from my distance and the, the police are breathing down my neck, do you know what I mean? So both my parents are over 70. And my mum is, Jesus, I'd be murdered if she told, oh my God, if she knew I told you she's over 70. I take that back, right? She's actually only um 42, but unfortunately um, she's been told to cocoon. Nothing to do with her age, no, Renton, like, sorry, mammy. Um, so they are cocooning, right? So I have to do their shopping for them, which is why I'm going off to Super Value now today. Because, <laughs> like, I'm an LD girl through and through. Like, Jesus, I can't afford to be paid for Super Value. So I'm about to go. Gentlemen, start your engines. Just starting the engine there now. Have a petrol. We're going to win. Oh, sorry, Neil Printville there interrupted me. So I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to check in with you later. And Jesus, I'm just hoping now there's something spectacular and super value. I might get an old cooked chicken for myself. Weak! Here we go, love. Say nothing there, no lad. Say nothing. Say nothing. We're getting stopped by the police. Hi, how are you? I'm going shopping for my parents. Thanks very much. Thanks, bye. Oh, fucking hell, me nerves, lads. I still nearly sigh myself every time the guard stop me. So by podcast, radio, magic, whatever you want to call this, it's been a few days since I was last stopped by the guardie. No, I wasn't put into jail for, um, you know, acting the maggot while out driving. Um, let's, I don't know what happened. I just, do you know what? I was in the middle of doing the podcast and then I just couldn't be arsed. And that's the truth of it. Like, there's days there where I just don't go on, like, social media or Instagram or anything like this. And it's, it's not because there's anything wrong. It's just purely, I can't be feckin' arsed. And I wish I could, right? I would love to be you know, so consistent that I could go on and do my Instagram stories every day because I actually think that that's a great help to people, especially during this time. Like there's, you know, the likes of like Kyla Cobbler, Laura Lolz Lots from Cahoots. Um, like she's doing story time at six o'clock every evening and bang on six o'clock every evening. She's there, which I think is good for people that are, you know, maybe feeling a bit lonesome at this time. But as I just don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't have the patience. I don't have the concentration to do anything and I don't know what it is like I'm still working as I said right but I mean I can't even put it down to that because as I have I've ever cushy enough like I'm home every day by 2 or 3 o'clock do you know what I mean so it's grand like 
I don't know what. I'm just, I think I'm just a, a Judy Moody. And then as well, right? That's I'm getting feckin' mom guilt. Like, I don't know why is it just with this lockdown or what? Like, I feel like, I don't know, I'm not doing enough with Charlie. I'm not bringing him out enough. Obviously, I can't bring him out, like, with the lockdown. But, like, you can go two kilometres from your house. <sighs> Less, there's no bloody footpaths around where I live. Like, so you're taking your life in your hands. Like, like numerous times now I've nearly got the hole blown off me, like, on these country roads, right? But still, I'll bring him out every evening for his walk. And then I'm worried. I'm like, oh, do you know, I don't know. Is, is, he's not seeing any other people. Is he going to mix well with other kids or you know the usual blah 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 right and then I feel guilty if I'm like on Instagram when I should be sitting down with Charlie I don't know lads I think my hormones are all over the place and then I got a terrible a terrible dose of the trots as well the trots and the gawks right I'd like a vomiting bug a polite person would call it but I call it the trots and the gawks so I was just oh I, lads I had a fierce moody few days altogether Anyway, onwards and upwards, I've given myself my MKITF, that's a mental kick in the fanny, for those of you not in the know. Lads, do you know what I really miss as well during this lockdown? I'm deadly serious here, right? Pennies. I know now we can all go, oh, I miss my pennies, pennies. I really miss pennies. Do you know, you don't realise how much you go to pennies just for like a five pack of knickers or like, you know, a t-shirt. And typical Ireland then, of course, getting a bloody heat wave in the middle of this lockdown and there's not a t-shirt to be gotten in all the land. Do you know what I mean? Very inconvenient. Anyway, so I've decided we um, have a new segment to the show. To the show? Do you hear me? Who do I think I am? Sharon Niviola on RT61 News, huh? So it's the agony ad section of the show, right? Where you send in your questions, your problems. And I was going to say I will try and sort it, okay? But I've enlisted the help of um, someone you might know from my Facebook videos. Um, it's my mother. Um, so she's going to be helping me out. Now... I have asked her to say, you know, can we can we tell my listeners your real name? And she was like, absolutely not, under no circumstances. So if you want to ask her a question, you can email me at larzy.lovey at gmail.com and you can address your post as Dear Mudder, M-U-D-D-E-R. Right, you ready so, man? Right, I'll pass you over to her there now. Take care. Have you an itchy hole? Got your girlfriend up the pole? If you've got a problem, ask the mother. Hello, boys and girls. How are you? Listen, tis me here now, the mother, right? So I'm taking over this now doing like an agony and section of the show. Now, when Larsie said it to me first, I was, come here. Would you go away now and fuck off and burst for yourself? In all fairness, I said, you think I'm coming on here making a fool out of myself? Making a goal out of myself? But then I realised... Girl, you're not making a video at all. So I said, that's grand. I can stay in my dressing gown and do this. Delighted with myself. Now I am. And I'm a bit of a nosy hole anyway. Do you know what I mean? So I'd love now people sending me in their problems, do you know? Because like, you know, I'd be very discreet as well, do you know? But I love the goss at the same time. Now, Larsie's after telling me now that I need to slow down the way I do be talking, right? Because apparently I'm very hard to understand. And I said, well, do you know what? Now, if people can't understand me, then that's their loss. But she told me anyway that I asked to slow down. So I'm going to try my very best now to slow down, all right? So, problems, right? We all have our own problems. Now, my biggest problem now is that I'm bored off my brains in this lockdown, right? Like, there's only so much curtain twitching a woman can do, do you know? And now, don't talk to me now about uh, Bridget, my neighbour, number three, right? Well, Jesus Christ, in all fairness now, right? She has two young fellas now, do you know, the boys that go round and they'd be asking you, do you want your grass cut or something, right? They're two young fellas now, when I say young fellas now, 34, 35, right? 
Cutting her grass out the front of what does she do? Then she drags out her fucking paddling pool. Her paddling pool out to her front garden. And there she is sitting in her swimming togs inside in the paddling pool trying to seduce the two young fellas. Go away out there. And Bridget's not, Bridget's not young. Like, I mean, Bridget's 68, you know what I mean? She's well on the pension. Oh, she's like a bloody weathered old prune from the sun. Anyway, look, we're not here to talk about my problems at all. Anyway, come here to me. If you've any problems now or any issues or any subject, you... Oh, Jesus, the phone, hang on a second. I thought I'd put the, the landline off the hook. Jesus, I'm very sorry about that there. That's very unprofessional now, isn't it, on my first show? But sure, look, it's better to get all these fuck-ups done now in the first show, isn't it? I'll be better next week, I swear. So if you've any issue, any problem or anything out, you want me to sort out, right? Because I give fantastic advice. I need you to email it in to me, right? You can email it at larzy.lovey at gmail. Com. And make sure you address it, Dear Mother, M-U-D-D-E-R. Right, let's get on with the first one, right? So, I'm after getting a, a lovely letter here now, so I'm going to read it out to you, right? Dear Mother, I love Michael Bublé. I do be weak for him and I get fizzy knickers. That's sad. Anyway, he, I love that he is doing daily live Facebook videos. They really keep me going during the pandemic. Did you see one of his videos where he elbowed his wife because she kept talking over him? What you make of that? Oh. Oh, sweet Jesus, first of all, oh, I must say, I do be absolutely weak for Michael Bublé. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Oh, Jesus, you'd smother your mother for him. What do I make of it? Like, to be fair, though, right, us women, we do have an awful way of talking over people. Like, it's our way or the highway. And the thing is, no, like, I didn't see the video, no. Like, did he give her a good front into the eyeball socket? Or was it just, like, a gentle elbow? Because if it was a gentle elbow, I'd say that might be all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, like, there's a fine line between, you know, like, only, only messing, really, and a bit of a, a, a motivational dig and domestic abuse. Do you know what I mean? Fine line, really. Like, I know myself with my fella, which, in hindsight, now could be probably why he's not on the scene anymore. But, like, I used to often just run up to him and lock onto his nipples and twist and swing. Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, I might, like, uh, you know, like, give him a dig into the stomach when he's not expecting it, you know, just to see, like, you know, will your flabby belly really, like, vibrate my fist going into your stomach? Like, will you feel it through the fat, like? And, um, do you know, I don't, I, I, is there something wrong with that? Just playful banter, really, isn't it? Now, don't get me wrong, playful banter is all well and good, but when it turns to domestic abuse, oh, I've a, I've a serious problem with that. A serious problem with that, let's just say... If I knew anyone that was doing a domestic abuse, I, Jesus, I'd, fu- I'd fucking bury them. I'd fucking bury them out the backyard and they'd be sleeping with the fishes. Capiche? Larsy put up on our Instagram stories, you know, about this, that, that, that she'd be doing the agony and thing, you know, but no one knew that it was me going to be answering it. And like a lot of the questions were about, like, how do I survive lockdown with my husband? How do I put up with my husband during lockdown? Is it wrong to try and smother my snoring husband during lockdown? And you know what, like, a lot of you, I think you have um, psychological issues and I think you might want to go to a psychiatrist when this lockdown is over. Like, there's a lot to be said for love and marriage, like, do you know what I mean? Like, at this stage, you know, you're all listening to Dolly Parton, like, and you're practically begging Jolene to come and take your man. That's not healthy. So Larsie was telling me she put up one of these question box yoga me bobs on the Instagram, right? Now I haven't a clue now about the Instagram, right? I'd be more all for the Facebook. 
you know, because there'd be very funny videos of like dancing puppies and all this, like in the memes or the memes, whatever they're called, you know. I'd be more into that now, like. And um, so she was telling me anyway, lovely, beautiful, lovely comments and problems coming in. Not that any problem is the lovely and beautiful mind. But there was one fella, right? There's always one smart aleck, right? And he put up a comment and all it said was, dick's too big. Dick's too big. And as I said to my Larsy, I said, I hope he's talking about a small fella, William, and that they've just shortened his name to Dick, like you do with Robert and Bob. Because I'm telling you, I won't be wishing for him if he's talking about his appendage. Because I'll get up now, I'll get dressed out of my dressing gown, I'll put on my steel toe boots, I'll find your man, and I'll snip it off and I'll shove it down his throat and then I'll be saying, no, bye, no, bye, is Dick too big now? Like, isn't there some knobbers out there? Come here, talking about knobbers. Wait till you hear the next problem. Dear Mother, as you're aware, President Trump recently advised disinfectant to fight off the coronavirus. By any chance, do you know what dosage to take? And do I take it orally or anally? Kind regards, Bernard Langer, I'm going to call you, because only a, only a flipping Langer now could send in that problem. Come here for the love and Nancy now, lads. We'll, please do not drink Dettol or disinfectant or a drop of flash or a toilet duck or anything like that, will he? Because it won't do anything, she only fucking kill you. Do you know what I mean? And that Trump, God almighty, he's is. How is he allowed to get up on the stage and give a speech, in all fairness? He should be dragged off the stage. Come here. How someone hasn't taken him out yet, I don't know. I mean, in all fairness, if Carol Baskin can dump her husband in with a load of tigers, why can't someone get rid of fucking Trump? Allegedly, allegedly, she'd fed her husband to the tigers. Jesus, I'd want to be getting sued by Carol Baskin. Not that I think Carol Baskin will be listening to my podcast because uh, what do she be saying? She's too busy. Kitty cat riding around her kitty cat lane. I say she's kitty cat gone off her fucking game myself. But personally, I think, back to Trump, right? If he wants to be Billy Big Balls, then I think he should test out the disinfectant himself. Let him take a bit orderly, but more importantly, let him take it anally as well. So what they need to do now is find the biggest funnel going and put a big five litre bottle of Domestos up his hole and see how he likes it. The only thing I might do, I might wash off that manky ten. So now the end is near. Lads, we're at the end of my section here now. The end of the Agony Anne section. Come here, I totally enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Let's just like therapy talking to yourself, like recording a podcast, you know what I mean? And I love now solving people's problems. If you have any issues, problems now that you'd like me to sort out, make sure now you send me an old email, right? Send the email to larzy.lovey at gmail.com and make sure you say dear mother in it. And I'll read out your problem now and I'll sort it out. The wackier the better now, girl. Thoroughly enjoyed myself there now. That was like, it was like a good reading session. Do you know, like when you're reading the whole off people? Loved it. Come here. Take care now and I'll talk to you later, all right? Go on. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Have you an itchy hole? Got your girlfriend up the pole? If you've got a problem, ask the mother. Oh, wow, we, mammy. Thank you very much. So if you enjoyed that Agony Ant section, be sure now to send in your problems to lorzy.lovey at gmail.com. She'd only be too delighted now to help you out, lads. Come here to me. This pandemic is starting to be a bit of a pain in the hole now, isn't it? And I would safely say it's looking like it's going to be extended. 
We're all just waiting now for Leo Delayan to come out on Friday and make his speech. But lads, how are we all fairing up? I have never shaved me legs, me pits and bits as much as what I have during this lockdown, right? I'd say your man, my husband, he must be like going, who is this? I'm like, do you know what I'm like? I'm like James Cavan as cat, you know, Diana the Sphinx, like with no hair on her. That's what I'm like. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm not as ugly as her, like, but you know, like. <laughs> and talking about hair, how is everyone getting on without getting to their hairdressers? That's, I'm not one to brag now, but um, <laughs> did I not warn you all about the beauty of a box colour years ago? Years ago. So you too can have lovely foxy brassy bits, just like me, for the bargain price of nine ninety nine, blonde in a bottle. I know, seriously, just getting um, just getting extreme now, isn't it? And then you see the apparently like Aldi was manic today because um, they were selling like garden furniture or something, which is absolutely crazy. Like, is garden furniture essential? Like, could you sit on the grass? I'd say you could there, Susan. You'd be grand. Um, but like this pandemic has us all a bit um. Pick on Gaga, really, like, like people are trying to better themselves. People are trying to keep themselves entertained, keep the kids entertained. I started looking up courses, online courses, right? And anyone else now would, you know, be sensible, like, to please, you know, try and progress your career. Or even, Lorna, you're on the old social media here. Would you not do a course in, like, PR? Would you not do a course in marketing? Or, you know, a little how to run a small business course, would you? Would you? No. What does Lorna sign up for? How to be a wedding planner. Oh yeah. A wedding planner. Can you imagine me being your wedding planner? Like I'd be fucking and blinding up the aisles and I'd be fucking the cake one out of it and horsing into I'd eat your wedding cake. I'd actually I'd eat your wedding cake like I'd be an absolute liability. No, I wouldn't. I don't know why um I decided to do that course. I think I was thinking of my own wedding. Like my wedding. Not to brag not to like honk my own horn, but honk honk. It was class. It was over in Spain, and um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe me doing this wedding planning course here in Ireland. Maybe I was thinking I could go to like the foreign fields of like the Aran Islands or something and do an old wedding on an island or some shit like that. But yeah, it was. I don't know why I'm doing it. But can you just imagine? Oh, myself and um, who's your man that does the weddings? Frank, not Frank. No, Frank. Myself, Frank, and your man from um. Oh, what's his name that goes around the hotel inspector? Francis Brennan. What a fucking team we'd be. If I could stop cursing, of course, we'd be an amazing team altogether. Yeah. So now look, give me time, right? Because this wasn't a free course either, by the way. Oh, I paid good money for this course. Now, it was reduced, but like, we'll say nothing about that. So I'm going to be like a certified wedding planner. So all I need after that is just a shitload of money. I must ring them, um, someone there in Enterprise Ireland and um, set up my own wedding planning business, girl. And I did it at the perfect timing as well where all this social distancing is going on and will probably go on until there's a bloody vaccine. So that like, I'll be saying, you may now blow a kiss to your bride. Don't kiss the bride due to social distancing. Blow a kiss and that'll do you. Yeah, so when my wedding planning business is all set up, just so you know, I have no intentions of ever becoming a wedding planner, by the way. Um, when my wedding business is um, all set up, I might... Um, you know, branch out into weddings abroad because, like, I, I used to be an aerostess. Not saying I could fly the plane over it, but I used to be an aerostess. I don't know if you know that, so I could, I could like, serve you the tea and coffee and do the safety demonstration, like, not a bother to Now, obviously, I'm not an aerostess anymore because one would find it quite challenging to shimmy down an aisle with the, let's call it, excess baggage, if you'll pardon the pun. 
the fat lads the fat I don't think I could get down the aisle of a plane now due to the fat so like there's four kids in my family right now I don't have four kids I mean like my mother and father had four kids one of which I am right I just Jesus I'm not, it's not lads it's not that I think you're thick that I need to explain this I just go off on a, on a tangent right so anyway once we were all like 18 you know pushing on to 19 like I'd say my mum just like I'd say we were getting on our tits, right? So she used to play for jobs for us, right? You wouldn't have a clue now what you were going for, right? So, and as well, I think, like, I'd say her children's allowance got cut off me over 18 and she was like, no, nah, fuck this, get them out of my hair, right? So before I knew it, anyway, I was told I was going over to London for um, an interview for Ryanair. I was like, I don't even like flying, woman. So anyway, off I went on the plane with my mommy and daddy, of course, because I was still a bit of a baby. Um, went over to Stansted. Met this fella, had an interview, and what are the chances of this? He knew someone belonging to my granda <laughs> down in West Cork somewhere. I hadn't a clue what was going on here. He ended up having a chit chat with my dad, and the next thing I knew, I was moving over to fucking Essex to work for Ryanair. Ah, sure, lads, they were happy, happy days. When I got to Essex first, I had to stay in a and b because, um, you know, I was just starting doing this training course with Ryanair, so I was staying in a and b Sure, I had no concept. This was the first time I'd ever gone away by myself. Like, so I was just like, I was like, do you know what? Now I'll have me dinner. Rang room service. I'll have a fillet steak there, please. Sent up to the room. Jesus Christ, I nearly lost me feckin' life. Um, had to get num- numerous amount of times I had to ring home and ask me dad to like transfer money over into my bank account because um, I'd no money. Um, oh, I got an English mobile phone then as well. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah, <laughs> I got murdered over that. Got the English mobile phone and um, yeah, kind of ran up a bill there. Of I, I actually think it was almost eight hundred euro. This was you know in the days of pre roaming, and uh, to say um, I got the head chewed off me by my parents, <laughs> it's an understatement. So if you're thinking of becoming an aerostat, right, I would highly recommend it. Maybe not with Ryanair now, like go somewhere like Emirates or something. Now, when I was in Ryanair, I mean, oh my God, the glamour. The glamour. I was flying to such beautiful, exotic, luxurious places like Liverpool, Manchester, Glasgow, Prestwick, Dublin. And wait for it. Kerry. Jesus Christ. I used to fly down to Kerry, right? And I used to do a... I tell you now, I used to do a flight from... Dublin to Kerry and then Kerry to Dublin. Now, I was with Ryanair for a while there now and I had to move home, right? But I ended up living in Dublin. So I was based in Dublin Airport, right? I don't know why I'm still talking now in the Kerry accent, so I'm going to snap out of it. So anyway, got on my plane, did my flight down Dublin to Kerry. Landed in Kerry, so that little Mickey Mouse airport there they have in Kerry. Tiny little thing. And they all got on the plane anyway, no, the flight was about like half an hour. It's you're barely up. You've got a cup of tea into them and you're gone again. So I was walking through the aisle anyway. And next thing, these two pure Kerry old farmers, no old men, right? Uh, <laughs> when I think back of it now, like, and one of them said to me, Jesus, you're a fine girl. So of course, me being from Cork, I thought like, Jesus, thanks very much. Like, that means you're a fine thing. Like, and he said to me, you'll be grand now working on a farm. Like, so basically he was saying I was like a fine, hefty girl. That I'd be good for, like, you know, fucking mucking out stables or something like that. Fine girl. A fine thing like a fucking bullock, he meant. Ah, yes, the old carry meant. They have a beautiful way with words. Do you know, actually, when I was working in Ryanair as well, it's like, you laugh at this now. It's where I learned to make coffee. Swear to God. So, the pilots used to ring, you know, like, as if we were their bitches, right? You'd have, they'd ring. And you'd have to be like, uh-huh, 
hi, would you like a cup of tea or coffee? So the pilot anyway asked me for a cup of coffee and I'd say, he's sorry you did, right? So I hadn't a clue. I didn't know how many spoons of coffee goes into the cup. I didn't know about sugar. I didn't know about the milk anyway. So I was making coffee. I'd say I was there a good... I was there six months making the coffee as I'm going. And anyway, one pilot, I remember he was foreign and he called me into the cockpit. And I, no, not front and filthy now, lads, right? And he called me in and he actually tried to give me a bollocking. And he told me that he imagines that this is what it's like drinking tar. Like, can you fathom that? Like, So I only learned how to make coffee recently there in the last um, couple of years. <sighs> Ungrateful prick. So I was working away in Ryanair, living in Dublin, by myself. Well, I was actually sharing a house with um, another girl, another air hostess. And um, that is where I started to get the flabby body. Because, ladies and gentlemen, when you move out on your own for the first time and you're earning money and you have a bit of money, every night is like party night. We didn't cook for ourselves. We were buying a load of drink. We were just eating Chinese or getting takeaways every night of the week. And um, sure, lads, we piled on the weight, like, do you know what I mean? I couldn't use a washing machine, all right? And I used to be driving home on me two days off and bringing my mum a load of washing home. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of where um, I started putting on all the weight. And then, my listen, my career as an air hostess was um, short-lived. And I tell you now why, one of the reasons why it was short-lived, right? So I was doing a flight from Dublin to somewhere. I think it might have been to Cork, right? So I was up in Dublin. It was the last flight of the night down. So it was about half past 10 at night. And they train you, you know, when you're doing your training, by the way, like I know how to kill a shark. I'm not even joking. Like if I land in the ocean and I get, if a shark comes up to attack me, I know how to kill him. And I've been told that as long as I have my Ryanair manual on me at all times, all you do is wallop a shark in the nose with a big book and they're dead. You can thank me for that now later, if that ever happens to you. Anyway, right, so they train you for all the, you know, what ifs, what can go wrong, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we did our training for, God forbid, if you get a man here. A man here. I'm not sure if you're allowed to say the word like B-O-M-B, bam, bam. A man here, right? So anyway, you do your training, you're like, that'll never happen, right? It fucking happened to me, lads, on a half past ten at night flight going from Dublin to Cork. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, there's a bomb on your plane. Well, to say no, I nearly shit myself and had the poo-poos running down me, the inside leg of me tights. I was like, oh, nah, nah, fuck this. No, just to clarify, right, that this was a long time ago and obviously procedures are much better now, right? But what they did, because it was so late at night, like, and people were tired... They just took off everyone's bag off the plane. And this is no joke, right? They laid the suitcases out on the tarmac on front of the plane and asked the passengers when they were coming out to just pick out your bag there. Just, is that your bag? Yeah, Mary, Mary, that pink one. Is that your bag? Yeah, oh, grand hop on the plane there, love. Seriously. So I'm there then watching all these passengers coming on the plane and I'm like, I don't believe this. Will I just get off? Will I just get off and get the air coach down home? And um, I was texting himself and I was telling him to know, like... <laughs> <laughs> if I don't survive this flight home like <laughs> I'm still not giving you the password like for my emails and stuff so fuck you no actually I, wa I actually was pretty emotional like oh I was telling my love to him and all and that it was going to be there'd be pieces of me falling out of the sky and all this like and um, 
anyway there was no fucking bomb on board it was obviously some fucking idiot just you know passing a bit of time like thought it was great to ring up and say there's a bomb on the plane right so there, there was no fucking bomb on the plane we made it to Cork safe and sound and um, yeah so I got such a fright that I was like do you know what now life is too short to be in a job that um, do you know like has these kind of risks and giving me that kind of stress I was like go on away now girl I'm all out for a work life balance from now on work life balance your life is far more important than your job. And at the end of the day, and this is for every job you're in, I fully believe this. At the end of the day, you're only a feckin' number in your job. Just to clear up the little bit there about the, the mom care. The mom, the mom care. That wasn't with Ryanair, by the way. I went to a different airline after um after Ryanair. So, you know, not that I'm advocating Ryanair because I'm sure they wouldn't be... um. That great either, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're not the worst, but they're, you know, they're not the best either. So on that note now, lads, I'm going to bid you adieu. Adieu, says I to you. Um, I like to try and keep my old podcast kind of short-ish enough. Um, because, you know, I think if they go on for an hour over an hour, you know, it's just a bit, just a bit snooze fest. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, it's very hard making a podcast on your own, right? Because I kind of start rambling and I go off and into a tangent and I'm talking pure shite uh, but look I hope it took your mind off what's going on for a few minutes and um, stick it out with the social distancing stick it out with the the feckin' roots down to your tits stick it out with lockdown get out paint your windowsills make your bed get out and exercise guys or get yourself a big bag of crisps sit down on your hole and you know watch the shit out of Netflix. If you don't want to shave your legs, don't bother shaving your legs, girl. You do you. And don't be listening to any of the shitology that's going online about, you know, like, you know, get up, put on your makeup. No. If you want to sit in your pyjamas for the month of May, then that's up to you. You do you. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I, and gentlemen, ladies, Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, do you hear me? You swear I never got an education. Ladies and gentlemen, I will say goodbye to you now. Chats from my utility room. Episode three is now complete. Go on. I'll talk to you later on. Mind yourselves. Take care. Go on. So bye. 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 Bye.